Blog Talk Radio. Madden Voice, three, two, one, now. And Commissioner T here, live, the Madden Voice. Um, a little heads up, my daughter is here. She's studying in the basement. So I'm going to have to be a little subdued. She's got a big uh, exam on, on Friday for her uh, studies her, her major you know yes I know people just getting back but she just is this part of her career path so um I have to be quieter than normal so I don't disturb her in the basement some of us don't have big mansions you know like like Dr. Train and JB some of us just have modest homes so you know my voice carries so just just a heads up that um if I'm not as animated as I normally am, that's why. But that said, um, as we hear, uh, Luke Keekly, um, I can never say his name right, but I think I finally can say his name right. And now he's retiring, which is um, not too bad for the sport, but hey, good for him. Uh, but let's bring on the fellas. They are all here in attendance. We have the returning K-Star. We have uh, mansion number one, uh, Dr. Train, and then mansion number two, JB. Uh, gentlemen, welcome to the Madden voice. Yo, yo. What's up, Blasphemy? What's going on, fellas? Uh, ain't, bla- ain't blasphemous, man. My mama, my mama described your house to me. It ain't blasphemous. Go ahead and be humble all you want. But I know the truth. That in its own right is <laughs> blasphemous. I know the truth. Um, initial reactions to this, you know, I... Andrew Luck, beginning of the year, and um, from what they're saying, I guess Kukikli had released a uh, three and a half minute video that on one of his social media platforms that the Carolina Panthers put on their website announcing his retirement. And best that they can figure is it, it has to do with health and just not being able to play at the level he wants to play at, just simply due to health. And um, that's about all they're saying at this point. So um, I, I know we have a lot of things to talk about, but this is breaking news. And, and um, I don't know uh, whoever wants to speak first, but initial thoughts on this retirement. Uh, I think we're probably all at a loss for words right now just because no one saw this coming, though the trend is starting to continue with folks that are either in their prime or entering their prime of retirement early. 
And, um, I mean, it's too bad. I mean, it is a violent sport. But he's got to do what's best for himself. Um, selfishly, as a fan, just of the sport, uh, to see him walk away, um, it sucks. But only because of selfishness, nothing else. Uh, I wish him nothing but the best. I, it's got to be the best thing for him, and that's all we can wish for is the best thing for him. Any other different takes? No, just just that um, he, from what from what I can recall, I think he suffered a concussion or two this season. So I imagine it is to do with that. Uh, he's he's had a few throughout his career, and so um, certainly understand the decision. And like JV said, it's unfortunate as a fan, but totally understand. Man, ain't nobody's yeah. business what Luke Keekley does. Do you? It's your life. Anybody out there cracking helmets but you. So if you need to go, go. It was awesome to see him play. Yeah, we were lucky. We got him for eight years. And, uh, yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't go so far as ain't really our business. I mean, it's, it's you know, you're playing. You're not working in an office building, you know, behind closed doors. You're playing a you know, a game that, you know, that we, we support. And if it wasn't for us, this game wouldn't exist. So to some degree, we, you know, we, we have, um, not necessarily from a judgment standpoint, but just from an information standpoint, really just about, Hey, um, you know, and, and, and allows sure. us as fans to just say, Hey, you know, wish you nothing but the best. Um, you know, I remember when Roger Staubach retired, um, concussions, you know, Troy Aikman retired. You know, this was back in the old football days, you know, um, back injuries, bad backs, you know, and and they've done all every all these things to clean up the game. And yet Andrew Luck retired, Gronk retired. You know, these are superstars. We're not talking your everyday guy played two years and we're talking super mega superstars retiring. And it just shows no matter how much they change the rules, it's still a violent game. And um Very. Yeah, and, um, you know, I will never, ever judge any of these guys for packing it in. And, you know, 28 years old, you got the rest of your life to think about. You know, a lot of these guys are families, kids. You know, hey, you know, I don't want to be sitting in a wheelchair when my kid graduates high school. They showed, I don't know if you guys saw halftime, because, you know, at halftime of the college game, we all you know, want to run up and get our snacks, go to the bathroom, you know, kiss our girl, you know, do that kind of stuff. But, you know, they showed um, the, the top 11 or top 10, top 12, whatever it was, college football players of all time. And, um, you know, it was – it's always heartbreaking for me to see Earl Campbell because yep. J- Earl Campbell was – in the short time that he played – to me, now you know, you talk about Derrick Henry and all that, but to me, the closest thing we've we've had to Jim Brown was Earl Campbell. I mean, that boy during when I remember Jay, I'll tell you, we was downstairs <laughs> watching Earl Campbell play football with my dad and my uncle Billy and all of them, and watching Earl Campbell run all over the Cowboys because that's all he did. <laughs> he ran all over us, and um. 
to see him now barely be able to walk all, you know, it, it, it just, it breaks my heart. Cause he was so y'all got, if y'all haven't watched Earl Campbell, watch tapes of him, you know, tapes, you know, I'm old. I call them tapes, but video of him <laughs> go on YouTube, wherever and watch Earl Campbell. It is, I mean, they're just, there's just running backs from back in that era that you know, OJ was another one. I know OJ, yeah, I get it. But from strictly, a Amazing football player, one? though. Man, well, yeah. I mean, that dude was amazing. And 20, 30 years later, with all of the superstars that come through, there's still really no one. Walter was a little bit later, but Walter Payton was another one. Like, these guys, there's still no one that eclipses them. They're still the standard. You know what I mean? Still, when you, when you think of what's going on, we go back and talk about these guys. And, and so I say all that to say, hey, um, if this is what he needs to do, God bless him. Go get mm-hmm. yourself healthy. Take care of yourself. And, um, you know, if you want to come back in a year or two and, and, and that's your desire, great. We'll be here waiting. And if you don't, then, man, go spend your money and have a good life. That's your right. And, and, and as a, from a football standpoint, hey, man, thank you. Because that dude was a bad, shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, was he was bad man, man. Mm-hmm. Oof. A bad man, you know. So, and they're showing the video now on uh, NFL Network, but I can't hear what he's saying. But he doesn't look happy. If I can read body language, he's not happy with this decision. Yeah, this I watched the not... video. I watched the video. Yeah. It's hard for him to talk about. You can tell it was um, yeah. not easy. Yeah, this isn't, you know, um, it, like Andrew Luck didn't seem stressed. Andrew Luck was just like, look, guys, I'm out. <laughs> you know, peace and hair. We'll take my $80 million and then we'll go to Bahamas for a while and I'm out. Um, well, it, yeah. it, you know, it's sad on one end because we lose a great player, but on the other end, do your thing, bro. Do your thing. Um, all right. So enough about that. And, you know, I wanted to. There's so much going on in the world of sports, and I know we're a football show, but I have to take a minute and address something, and certainly if you guys want to chime in on it, um, by all means, feel free. But um, this whole – I haven't really been following it, but I heard about the whole Houston Astros scandal. I I heard about it, and then I just kind of like, okay, you know, and then today, I really just sat back and just listened, and I had no because I don't really follow baseball too tough. So I used to years ago. Jay, I'll tell you, you know, we were big Red Sox fans back in the day, and then, you know, but but um, I just lost kind of the, the the fever for because it's just such a slow game, you know. And so I don't really watch baseball, but when I hear about the entire thing, and I won't. You know, ladies and gentlemen out there listening, I mean, really, I'm not going to waste your time regurgitating it. You've probably been following closer than I have. So for me, it was all like, what? For you guys, probably like, where you've been, too. I'll take You're right. Where have I been? But to hear the whole everything about it and what happened, and not, you know, the general manager and the, the coach fired, and now I guess the Red Sox coach, who was the bench coach for the Astros. Um, they parted ways and he's under investigation. And um, the only thing I want to say is 
first of all, it's, a, it's just shocking. But more importantly, I'm sorry. If, if you know that cheating went on, then you stripped them of their title because they didn't earn it fairly and legitimately. And the Dodgers from 2017 should be the world champions. And I don't know who the Red Sox played to win, but if you find out that the Red Sox did it too, and that's my team, then they should be stripped and whoever they played. I'm, I, I don't want to hear about an asterisk. I don't want to hear about we're not, you know, the game. Was, no, I, that is, to me, if you know for a fact that in a championship game that there was cheating going on by the winning team, you stripped them. You don't let them keep that title. Period. Gone. Done. I, I, I can't imagine why baseball would go through everything else but then allow them to stay 2017 World Series champs. I can't even imagine that. That's would it, would, why you you got it because you cheated. That's proven, you know. And and if there's anyone out there who hasn't followed this and doesn't understand what they did with the camera and the banging and all of that, please go Google it or go on YouTube and let them explain everything they did. This was an elaborate, premeditated plan designed for them to win, and it worked. And I'm beginning to think the Red Sox might have did the same thing. Don't know yet. They're still investigating. I hope not because that's my team. But if it is, they deserve the same fate. And the fact that homeboy <laughs> parted ways, I think the Red Sox are like, look, man, <laughs> you need to go. We don't need, we don't need this kind of drama up here. We got enough problems. Um, I don't know if anybody has anything to add. I don't know if you guys even follow any of this, but um, any, anything to add? Uh, I've, I've been following it, and it's a travesty. At first, it didn't seem like it was a big deal, but the more the details came out, the more disgusted I got. Um, I know with college football, when they find a, a player, like I think back in the days with Reggie Bush, the whole um, illegal payment scandal, but however that went, I can't recall the details per se, but I know they stripped them of the Heisman, and uh, I believe USC had to vacate the titles uh, during that time. So, um, Yep. I, I I don't see why the same thing couldn't happen. I don't know if I agree with giving them to basically the runner-up, but stripping them of the title, I definitely would agree with. That's a precedent that's been set in college football. It seems like this is the same thing that's occurring. I would handle it the same way. And it does seem as though Cora is beyond guilty. From what I understand, he was literally the, the, the ringleader, if you will, which is why the Red Sox parted ways with them as, as fast as they did because the evidence was mounting. And there's, there's more implications. There's going to be more discussions. I think the Mets, Carl Beltran, may be under investigation too, and they just hired him during the off season. So this has far-reaching tentacles, and it's, it's not over yet. It's not over yet, not by a long shot. There must yeah, be a I, lot I of pressure on these guys to go to this extent to cheat in order to win, man. In order to win. There must be a lot of pressure. Well, it's, it's money. I mean, that's Man. really it. You 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 win a World Series. I mean, you you think about you think about you know commercials, endorsements, and you know being able to say things like "I'm a World Series champion" for the rest of your life. I mean, that's an income stream for the rest of your life. No matter what level you're at, you'll always be able to say, 
whether you're going to the local high school and talking to kids or whether you're going to a Fortune 100 company and talking to executives about championship winning, you walk in with cachet because you were on a championship team. So, oh, yeah, the pressure is – I can't even imagine. I met – can't remember his name because, like I said, I'm not a big baseball fan, but he's a motivational speaker now, and he goes around a big company. He played for the Red Sox. He actually hit me up not that long ago. Not for the Red Sox, but for the Yankees. I got to look him up because he actually hit me up not that long ago. Um, we were at a, I was at a conference, and he was there, and we exchanged cards. And one of the advantages of working for a big company is people want to do business with you. So other than that, the guy would have no reason to even talk to me. But because I work for a big company, we exchanged cards. And then actually, maybe a month ago, he sent me a LinkedIn message and said, hey, he ran into your car, just want to say hello. Hope you have a great holiday. And I'm like, hey, that's that Yankees picture. And they, you know, he's a World Series champion, so he's leveraging that to make whatever money he's making. Um, what, one thing I just want to say about JB, the reason I say give it to the runner-up is I guess I'm looking at it like track and field, right? You know, you find out that Ben Johnson <laughs> did, did you know, steroids, but two gets the gold, Ben's disqualified. You know what I mean? I mean, the other team still competed. And while we'll never know if they would have won without it, we know what happened with the cheating. So for me, and I guess it's debatable, but for me, yeah, I, w- I would say give it to the runner-up who earned, who didn't cheat and earned their World Series appearance and played the games fairly. That would be, you know, but um, regardless of whether you did that or not, strip the champions. Strip them. Don't let them keep that title. Um, so. All right, we will watch for further developments on that just because it's such it's just such big news. Um, and I think the le- well, two other things, and then we'll get into the, the weekend game past and upcoming. Um, just want to take a minute to congratulate Bill Cower and Jimmy Johnson. Um, um, yeah, the NFL, NFL continues to impress me. Where's their round of applause, oh. man? Oh man, I get well. I'm gonna talk first, so give me a minute. Let me finish what I'm saying. But the NFL continues to impress me with just just the way they did that this weekend and how they did in the pregame show for Cower and then for Jimmy Johnson. They didn't do the same thing. So you know, Jimmy was sitting there saying, "Well, damn, I guess then I guess I didn't get in." And then they come at halftime. <laughs> you know, like just the, the thoughtfulness of it to me is phenomenal. And of course, these are two legendary coaches. Okay, I mean, um, our the coach should have been in already. <laughs> both of them should have been in already. I, I even texted. I think I texted all of you guys. I'm like, I knew Jimmy wasn't in, but I'm like, wait a minute, Cower wasn't in. Both should have been in already. It's it's it's, it's uh, Cower. I don't think Bill Cower had one losing season in 12 years, if I remember correctly. And nope. what J- what Jimmy did um, in his tenure in Dallas. First of all, two Super Bowls, but not just the two Super Bowls. The Herschel Walker trade, a lot of there's just a lot of innovations that Jimmy Johnson brought into the NFL that people don't realize what he did to help this game. And uh, and he had a pretty nice run in Miami. He didn't he didn't win a Super Bowl, but you know it's it's it, you know and and you know the you know, national champion. You know I mean you know obviously that's not Miami, NFL, yeah. but just yeah, just the cachet behind. Um, but I mean, this is this was this is a, these are two legendary franchises. You know what I mean? These are legendary franchises, and so you know, I don't know what took so long, but congratulations to Jimmy Johnson and and Bill Cowher.
and this this staying subdued thing ain't working, man. I don't know. I mean, after I'm after I'm gonna have to go out and get in my car so I can let loose some steam here because this ain't working. Um, <laughs> the last thing before we talk about the game is, uh, and I'm gonna be brief. You guys want to elaborate? You can, but somebody better get Antonio Brown some help. And I'm not joking. Oh God. Um, he he needs help. Uh, and, and 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 what I what I mean when I say he needs help, if he doesn't get help soon, something bad is gonna happen. He's yeah. spiraling out of control. Can, so bad. This is. A, T, can I say? This, I'm this, sorry. This, no, no. I just want to say this isn't. At first, I was like, he's spoiled brat. He's this. He's that. The the guy has lost his identity because he's not on the football field, and he's struggling without being the superstar football player. And that's the problem. I'm not a therapist. I'm not. I have. This is just a, a regular person's opinion, and anybody can tell me that I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. He he has no identity now because he's not on that football field where he's been dominant for nine, ten years. Arguably, could go down, you know, up there talking about Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens, and Antonio Brown, like that level. Maybe throw Larry Fitzgerald in that conversation too, like that level. And this year. Right, I mean, flash here, flash, you know, with one game here, you know, like nothing. Last year, he, he didn't play at all. So the last two years, there's been almost no nothing. He's struggling. And if they don't get this man some help and whoever is advising him, get the man some counseling, some therapy, some medication, something, mm. something bad is going to happen. I'm telling you, I've seen it too many times. And I don't want to see that happen. That's all. I ain't going to dwell on it. That's just my opinion. If you guys want to add anything? I, I think we're all in agreement. I, I, I think we're all 100 agree. I think yep. the only reason it matters so much is because uh, Antonio Brown used to play in the NFL and he was really good. Because other than that, you know, it looks no different than what I've seen uh, coming up when you have men that that are ignorant and full of themselves. So shoot, his his help that he needs is no different than some of my other brothers that are out here with that same ignorance. Uh, that needs it help. actually train it, it, it actually is though it actually is different but, but how, no I, my, I, i've seen i've seen antonio brown i'm sorry i've seen antonio brown but not antonio brown i've seen people who act like that but that are not him yeah but the difference is they're not multimillionaires and one day we're but, on top see, of the, but, but but wait a minute not, it matters it's it, it's it's different we, when 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 the people you saw they didn't fall they were already down and it's easy how do we know? How do we know that, that that's not true? That's not true that they didn't that they didn't fall. Maybe Why their height you, wasn't that. Maybe their height now. wasn't a NFL pro player, but they fell from somewhere. But but train, you can't compare when we're when we're talking about this type of behavior. You're trying to compare the everyday person to someone who was a superstar who had everything, and now is sitting home. With nothing, the the mental drop from that is what I'm talking about. And he's not. Some people can handle that. Some people can deal with that that drop. One day I'm I'm in front of everybody making money, dancing on the sidelines. The next day I got nothing. Okay, I'm cool. Clearly he cannot handle that. And that's and he's been a fool from because of that. And something bad is going to happen. Now you've got police involved. He's got his kids involved, his family involved. 
Oh, it's, oh, just, God. it's not just him running around outside screaming, I'm free, I'm free. And uh, now it's getting bad. And it all started because of football. That's what I'm saying. The difference is I get what you're saying. There's people like that every day that go through that stuff. But this is, this is, this is a football dude who lost his football way. And he doesn't know what to do now. He lost. Uh, yeah, go ahead. He's hey, sorry, no, you want to say something. Yeah. Yeah, I was just saying he's like he's like a he's, he's out of his habitat. Like he's out of his routine. Like he isn't. He Antonio Brown. You got to remember he was a sixth round pick, and obviously he was a talented player. We saw it on the field, but he worked his ass off. Like, and he was a creature of, of habit, and he was like the hardest working guy in the league for years at that receiver position, trying to make a name for himself, and he did. And now he's just. He 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 he's somewhere else. He he's not in that. He's out of his habit. He's out of his routine, you know. And he's in a whole different world. And um, for me, it's it's so sad. Um, as a huge AB fan, and it just sucks, man, because he wasn't always like this. You know, a quick AB story, actually. My friend, um, my really good friend, he actually works for uh, the Steelers in the PO team. And before he worked for them. In Indianapolis, Antonio Brown, during the Super Bowl week, uh, when the Super Bowl was held in Indianapolis um, six years ago, Antonio Brown was in town. And on Twitter, Antonio Brown asked, you know, like, are there any Steelers fans in Indy right now? You know, just open Twitter thread. And my friend Seth respond, responded, and when we behold, he got lunch with Antonio Brown. And they became actual friends. Like AB would te- like they went to workouts together when I whenever Antonio Brown was in town like went, went to the gym together and they had like a cool little friendship for a little bit um, and he again it's not like he was great friends with him or anything but he's just also floored to see how his behavior changed like he was just such a humble nice guy to now like whatever he is now and it's just it's 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 really sad and to fall from from grace. And this is a guy that was on a hall of fame trajectory and path. And now like we're wondering if he's going to commit some, some sort of crime or something, because he's clearly like, it's, it's, it was, it was bad like a year ago when he missed that game versus the, you know, for the Steelers when the playoffs were on the line, it was bad in the off season. We joined Oakland and was doing all sorts of things that we were like, what the hell is he doing? Um, but now it's to a point where his family his kids, like it's gonna affect his kids. What's going on with him right now? And I just hope he gets it together. And I'm really concerned that he doesn't have the people in his ear, the right people that are helping him. I think he has a bunch of enablers, and I'm just I'm worried for the guy. It's just sad because I think I think that something bad could happen if he keeps doing this, whatever it is that he's doing. Doesn't get back in the football field, and no team can. He's not helping himself. Like he's full of self destruction. No team's gonna to want to sign him. Like after that, it ain't even. Down, it ain't man. even. It ain't even. But, but and, and and just I, I know, but I'm saying I he's, not going, he's not going to get that help though. Yeah, but well, I, I know, I know, but I'm saying he's not. This is not. I'm not. I'm saying he's. I'm not, but I'm trying to simply say that because of that, he's not going to to get into a habitat and a routine that he used to be on. So he has to figure out a new life completely, and he needs help to do so because he. This, well, well, this is out of his habitat. Well, he doesn't know what's going on. Well, well, let me let Train go ahead and get in it, and I'll, and then I'll comment. Go ahead, Train. You know, I just for for me, I just I just feel like when we look at these guys who play pro football and all these, you know, whatever uh, celebrity lifestyle, you know, yeah, some people have the depiction that these guys are 
you know, supposedly just because they make this money, they upstanding citizens. Uh, we don't know what the hell these folks do behind closed doors uh, and what their true personality is. And, yeah, he worked his ass off, but that still doesn't mean you knew what his true personality is and what kind of person uh, he really was. Hey, money changes people in a heartbeat, or it brings out the type of asshole they really are. And it's just that's just my point. And, and looking at him, like I've I've seen him before. But and yeah, he is. If he him. does keep up, he's gonna he's gonna hurt himself. But that's it's the same thing I've seen happen to other folks who don't get it under control. Wherever you fall but, from, you know whether. Now, I was gonna say, in fairness to him, while we've seen diva-like attitudes, we've never seen anything like this. What we've seen over the last ninety days, we've not seen anything like this. And and that's much different than what we're used to seeing. I mean, we've seen, you know, Odell Beckham was a diva. T.O. was a diva. Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco was a diva. Right? We used to seeing diva athletes, particularly wide receivers or, you know, the, the, the handlers of the football um, that, that get all the TV time. We're used to that, and, 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 and it happens. But what we've seen over the last couple months concerns me because – it's a spiraling. It's not like he's always been this way, and then just football made him worse. He he he's lost football, and that's that's what I'm saying is the difference between an Antonio Brown and other people walking up and down the street. He's lost. He got his money. He's still wealthy. It ain't a money thing. It's a football thing, and he has no identity because of the football thing. Why do you think like the the the, the athletes get suspended? And they punish them by keeping them away from the facility, which I think is the biggest mistake ever. I think a, a Randy Gregory and some of these guys, David Irving and some of these guys, I only think of cowboy athletes that were suspended for drug use, and they tell them you can't go near the facility. Their whole life is that facility, and their support mechanism is that facility, the team, the coaches, the staff. And now you're telling them we don't want you to go do drugs but you also have to stay away from your team. And guess what? Almost 100% of the time happens. They go do it again because they don't have that support because it ain't about money. It ain't about, they got all the money in the world. It's about their identity and their identity is football and the team and being a part of that. Antonio Brown doesn't have that. So there's no Mike Tomlin. There's no Ben. There's no, Tom Brady, you know, hugging him and bringing him in his house and taking pictures with him. You know, he, he sends out a thank you to Bill Belichick because he's re- – that's a cry for help because he doesn't have football. And that's my concern is if, if his inner circle don't hear his cry for help, something bad is going to happen here. And we're going to wake up one morning and hear something bad happen because he's reaching out for help. All these videos, all of this – like I said, he don't need no money. He, he don't need that. He don't even need a job. He needs football. And K-Star, you're right. He ain't going to get football acting like this. So his friends need to intervene, his loved ones, his family, whoever. Stop telling him what he want to hear and tell him what he needs to know. And get him some help. Get him whatever it is that he's willing to accept. Get someone in there to talk to this man and, and get some sense into him. Because at this point, he's done. He's, at this point, he's done. Now, we've seen Presco Burr shoot himself in the leg. We've seen uh, Michael Vick, you know, dogfighting. People can get a second opportunity with that level of talent. So 
he can have a chance to resurrect his career, but he's got to get help, and he's got to show that he's got his act together. If he doesn't, he won't be back in the NFL, period. Like that's, That'll be done. And more importantly, I'm concerned about his, his life, and you know that, that, that video was very concerning to me. It really was. So um, I hope he gets the help that he needs. I really do. Okay. Uh, let's change gears. <laughs> if you want so, to end on a happy note, T, just before you, you roll into football, yeah. I will say yeah. the WNBA got their new CBA done, and uh, it's definitely an improvement as to what these women would receive for playing uh, the same sport as men played. I don't know if y'all caught that or some details about it, but it's definitely include increased pay, uh, better lodging when they when they travel. Uh, and even time off when they're, you know, when they're uh, for maternity leave and stuff like that. As a father of two daughters, that makes me very happy. Yeah. So, good stuff. Um, oh, and I guess we should touch on briefly. It's not really much to touch on, but the game last night. Um, <sighs> you know, I, I emotionally picked Clemson. <laughs> um, you know, it was an emotional pick, and, and sports is emotional. Um, you know, you took out the team that I supported, which is Alabama. They, they destroyed, they took them out. And, um, you know, so I thought, you know, maybe it's me, guys. I, that I'm just, he's a bad man. He could play. Heisman Trophy winner, I get it. But Burroughs, I, he just rubs me the wrong way. He just, there's something about him. Why? Come on, T. You got to have a reason, man. Come on. (laughs) You know what has he done? I I I I don't mind a little swag. I don't mind a little. You know what I mean? But there's that fine line. There's that fine line, and I don't know, man. It just he he he, to me feels like he's just stepping over that. Hey, congratulations! You won the Heisman, and now you're a national champion. Um, you ain't in the NFL yet, son. And that's going to be a whole other level. So just, just slow down for a minute. You know, like. I, I, I think just, he knows that. <laughs> oh, I, 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 well, he don't act like he know that. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm saying. I mean, you know, I just think when you're rising, unless you're, I mean, okay, Dion was Dion. There's always the exceptions, right? But when you're rising, to me, it's better to err a little more on the humble side until you've really made your, you know, stake your, stake your claim. And I'm watching the interviews, and I'm just like, yeah, all right, man. All right, well, I ain't really saying anything because you did win, you know. You won. You played well, you know. Um, 60 touchdowns in 15 games is insane. <laughs> you know, I, I can't. I can't. That's I can't, I can't yeah, it's me, bro. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't even do that playing rookie on Madden. <laughs> nah, well, well, yeah, 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 yeah. We can, right, K Star? But anyway, um, um, yeah. but, but no, nah, I can't knock the hustle. And, and you know, they won. They did. There's no. Uh, I watched the game, and you know, it was good for a while. But it, it was, it was kind of like. You just felt that hammer coming, and you just—it was just going to be a matter of time. LSU yep. was just going, you know, and that's just kind of how you felt. It's kind of like the, 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 you know, we can maybe transition, but you, you guys can talk about whatever you want. But it was kind of like the uh, the Texans, the um, Texans um, 
um, Chiefs game. You know, you Texas mm-hmm. come out 24 nothing, and you sit there and go, whoa. And as soon as the Chiefs scored that first touchdown, <laughs> I know everybody that knows football said, here it comes. <laughs> everybody <laughs> said, here it comes. There was not yep. a person around who thought the game was over when they scored that first touchdown. Maybe before that, we were sitting there like, okay, what's going on here? 24 nothing. What's going on? As soon as they scored that first touchdown, everybody who follows the Chiefs, who follows the NFL said, okay, here it comes. And and there it came. We knew it was coming. And it was kind of like that last night when I was watching. And, you know, for a while there, it was nip and tug. Clemson got up on top, got a nice little lead, boom, boom, boom. Okay, here we go. Defense kind of surprised me. Clemson's defense was kind of a little stiffer than I thought they'd be, okay. But then <laughs> it was just a matter of time. It was just like, okay, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Um, oh, my so God. It opened like the floodgates when they got started. Yeah, yeah. Hey, congratulations, <laughs> LSU. Um, good for good for Louisiana. Good for the Greater New Orleans area where they hosted the game. That area has gone through so much in the last fifteen years. So good for them and their economy. Um, they still haven't. Just for everybody's knowledge, New Orleans still has not recovered from Katrina. Okay, they still haven't recovered. Yeah, just so everybody knows, they're still Man, trying to recover. But it, you go down there. It's still, it's it's probably gonna be another ten years before it could get back to where it was. That's how bad it was, and I can go on a rampage about why, but I'll save that for another show. We'll save that for the show called The Political Voice. Um, but anyway, um, any any thoughts on the uh, college championship game? I think we pretty much covered it. Um, yeah, just man. gonna see where everything shakes out from here. Um, I thought it was a good game. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll see what LSU can do next year since they won't have their um, play caller. Joe Brady is going to the Panthers as their OC. I don't know if y'all saw that. Burrow's going. Yeah. To the NFL. Mm-hmm. yeah. So there's going to be some some differences from what we're seeing this year for for next year. I mean, this was this was one of those once in a generation type of seasons. You go 15 and 0 and and you beat. Six or, or seven of the of the wins are against top five opponents. I think it was at least top ten, maybe top five. So it's it, it's something that you don't hear much of. Doesn't happen often. So it, it was it was nice to see it. Um, it it's just going to be interesting to see what happens next year. See if they actually do reload and, and not rebuild. And, and if they've got the they've got the coach to do it. I like Coach O. Yeah, I just okay. wonder. I just wonder if it, you know if what we saw will actually translate to the to the NFL because the boy looks solid, so it'd be interesting to see. Yeah, I, the one thing I will say real quick is that Burrow is making throws that you would see at an NFL level, meaning the window of opportunity was a lot smaller. It's not like the run and shoot back in the days where folks are just wide open or, or games that you see in the, in the Big 12 where there's hardly any defense. He was throwing in some tight windows, and he was putting it right where it needed to be. Um, he's going to need to have that same moxie and that same ability come next year, though, because those, those Bengals suck, and he's going to have his hands full just staying upright. It's called spade to spade. You're 2 14 for a reason. Yeah, they better protect him. The other one was trash last year. And he was definitely making yeah. some awesome throws. 
downfield last night, and he did that a lot during the season. So he, yeah, he seems like the obvious number one pick, and um, let's see Cincinnati fuck his uh, his career up. <laughs> oh man, you must... <laughs> y'all are hard. Hey, hey. He got a holy song over there. He can't even say what he wants say. Hey, Gronk just tweeted. Gronk just tweeted to Luke, Luke Keekly, um, pretty much when you're coming back. <laughs> uh, you gotta hey. love Gronk. You gotta love You gotta love Gronk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and that you know what I mean, and that. It goes to my earlier point about AB and like, you know, we say that, but don't be surprised if a Gronk or a Keekly or an Andrew Luck or any of these guys, if their body recovers and they get fully healed. Um, I think of the three, probably Luck's probably the one I think the least that would come back just because he's gone through so much rehab. But don't be surprised if Gronk doesn't throw on another 20, 30 pounds in the side. You know, especially if Tom Brady goes and plays somewhere else, which is not out of the possibility, he calls his best friend and says, hey, you want to come join me in, you know, L.A.? You're out here anyway being a, being a superstar, so why don't you come and play a year or two with me while I wind down my career and let's see if we can get one more ring. Anything's possible. These guys start missing the spotlight. Um, anyway, I, I had been waiting for – a while because Dr. Train um, wanted time to analyze Tennessee's, uh, I think it was Tennessee's victory you wanted to talk about, right, Train? Yeah, man. Okay. Well, well, um, his, well, who did yeah, it play? Did he? Yes, yes, okay, yeah. And it's all in lieu and in, in talking about the game, too, so. The next game yeah, followed yeah, yeah. up, but so. you, you, you made a point of saying how you wanted to break it down a little bit, so um, I'll give you the floor. Oh, ain't that sweet of you? <laughs> I try. I try. <laughs> no, man. Um, I, I think when we were all sending messages back and forth, we all had that, you know, I'm uh, that, that man, this is surprising. And true enough, uh, true enough it was. As just the more I watched of it, the more I was like, well, it's not too far-fetched uh, that it would happen. Um, one of the reasons is because even though Baltimore defense has been rated as good all season long, um, Baltimore defense has also been playing with a lead the majority of the season, you know, with the exception of uh, the two games they lost and maybe a couple of games that were close. But uh, more likely, 60 over 60 percent of the season, they've they've been playing with leads because that offense has been clicking, and no one has had truly found a way to stop Lamar Jackson. Even the the game against the 49ers, it came down to a wire, but they didn't necessarily find a way to stop Lamar Jackson, slow him down a bit. Uh, but to see the game plan that that Fravor uh, put together. Um, knowing that he comes from the uh, Belichick tree of taking your most dangerous weapon away, uh, that was that was pretty superb. Them dudes stayed as disciplined as you could possibly stay for a guy that fast. Because if they made any mistake, he was gone. And it didn't even need to be a big one. It just needed to be minor. Just make the wrong step in the wrong direction, and he would have made him pay for it. I mean, the the other thing that did not help Baltimore in that game was, God damn them receivers, man. 
He's do that mm-hmm. hand stomp. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, Mark, hey, JB, I'm man. sorry, dog. JB, you know what I'm saying? Got hands like feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they had. It was un. It was just like it, there was no break he could catch, even if he had time. He had, and he had time because they were going to give him time. They 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 were going to stay disciplined in the lanes, which they did. And he had windows. And I don't care if the ball is behind a receiver. God damn it, if it hits your hands and a defender doesn't stick his hand in there to knock it away, then you should be catching the ball. I mean, your catch rate is anywhere where you can swing two hands behind you to two hands in front of you in a full circle. You should be able to catch anything that comes in there. Even the first pick two goes up with two hands off both his hands right to the defender. I'm just like, dude, y'all not helping this guy. So he had... He had he had that not going for him, um, and and the back on their Baltimore's defense because they had been playing with a lead for most of the most of the season, um, it just wasn't too far fetched to see them actually have to really go out there and play D when the game is like close and and tight. And in this case, they had to play D coming from behind, and Tennessee wasn't changing anything. <laughs> Tannehill barely he barely passed the ball. We had 100, 150 yards in two games so far. Yeah. <laughs> also, he's been handing off to like, these. Oh my God! He's got like twenty. He's got like twenty attempts through two games. I, I and, oh, and, this, this, this yeah. is the only thing I want to say. I want to say one thing. Um, what's the quarterback LSU quarterback's name? I'm drawing a blank now. Burrow. Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. Joe Burrow, man. Remember Joe Burrow. that. <laughs> Joe, Joe Burrow is older than Lamar Jackson. Mm. Let that sink in. For all the people mm. out there How old is Lamar Joe Burrow? 23, over 23. And Lamar just turned 23 like over Was he like a red shirt ago? Was uh, Burrow like a red shirt or something? Like I mean, he got transferred, transferred to there, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, Ohio yeah State. from um, Ohio State. Ohio State. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jackson. There's no point to Jackson's little little puppy. He's young. (laughs) Right. Somebody (laughs) in the personnel department, front office, right? Their front office, they're scouting, they're recruiting. Yeah. Um, But I'm I'm watching the shows and they're talking about Lamar choking two years in a row and all of this. I'm like, Mm. Lamar is the runaway MVP this year at 22. Mm. Runaway MVP, like. It ain't even – if Patrick Mahomes had played all year, maybe it would have been a contest, but he didn't. So it's not even close. He is the MVP this year. It was Lamar's. And – Yeah. Well, I'm sorry? Yeah, it was Lamar's year this year, period. Oh, no, without a doubt. And people saying, you know, okay, he loses the playoffs two years in a row, doesn't play up to – he's 22, I think, Jay's right. I think he might have just turned 23. But this season, yeah, last 22 year, years old. A week old. ago today. Right. So for this season, he was 22 years old. The guy who just won the Heisman, which Lamar Jackson, by the way, won as well, and the national champion is older than this guy who just finished his second year. Two playoff appearances in a row. Okay, replaced a guy who um, went to and won a Super Bowl. Replaced him. And we're going to sit here and get this guy. And he's 22, just turned 23 now. And we're going to give him a hard time? Train hit it right on the head. If he had any help, it, it could have been a different game. And not to mention there's this guy in Tennessee that, oh, my God. We 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 did not underestimate 
this man's impact on the playoffs. Thankfully, we called it. Eric Henry is, is a beast among men. I mean, yeah. I, and I Lamar mean, can't tackle him. Uh, no, we can't. <laughs> can't I mean, for real. Yeah. Nobody tells him. And I mean, Lamar <laughs> had 20 rushes for 143 yards. Like, mm-hmm. and he yep. threw for another three something. I mean, yep. yeah. And the game wasn't even nowhere near close to him to win. That's crazy. But, but the, folks, so, the fact of the matter is, folks kept dropping balls. I mean, they did. We can just stop right point. there. It was right. Folks kept dropping it was that, balls. and also they couldn't and they couldn't convert those fourth downs that they used to during the whole regular season. Yeah, they I, 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 that's them. all Tennessee that right there. Yeah, yep. Tennessee did. Yeah, so we, we do have to give Rabel, who is give a credit. Give him credit. disciple, got to give him credit. Yep. Got to definitely give him credit. I mean, what we've seen him do two week two weeks in a row. And, it, and it, I guess, let me ask you guys this question. Um, I know that none of us on this show are going to pick the Titans to go to Kansas City and beat the Chiefs. Like, I, 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 I will bet a paycheck that none of y'all are going to do that. And if you did it, you're just being funny, okay? You're just making a joke. You're just trying to be contrarian, okay? I know this, okay? Hey, star, I know this. Hmm. I don't know, Pete. <laughs> but let me just say this Even though I know we're not going to do that uh, You know it's kind of like What's the movie with uh, Russell Crowe Are we not entertained Are we not just a little intrigued On what Vrabel And his defense can do Against um, Patrick Mahomes who's playing At the level mm-hmm. that MVP level again And are we not curious If What's his name? Derrick Henry's going to have a fourth game of over 180 yards. Like, isn't even though we <laughs> we will pick Kansas City, but isn't there a little piece you sit back saying, but damn, Tennessee showing me something. Yeah, man. Cinderella. They, dude, the, the, and also they play this year, and the Titans beat them. Patrick Mahomes played. Yeah, but it, but, it was yeah, in Tennessee know, and Derrick Henry. Be, I, I know. I'm not saying that. But my point is they have, they've shown the they've shown back. the capacity. Yeah, yeah but I know. I'm just simply saying like they've shown yeah, they've shown. Well, it was a wounded duckling. So I mean, you're right. right. But, but I, my I, point I, was Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. That offense ate that day. So yeah, they did. I, they, I mean, yeah. look, I, I think I think we all agree Kansas City's going to win, but I think that. Um, it's going to be an entertaining game. I'll just leave it at that. Well, Train over there. I'm hearing Train having some thoughts, man. Train, what, 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 what's up, man? You having some thoughts? I mean, I mean, we, we, are we, are we discussing the game yet? We ain't discussing it yet. Are man, we? we just kind of, we just kind of bouncing around. Okay, let's discuss. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's discuss the game. Let's go ahead and continue on with that game. Um, let's Wait, let's keep going well, with the. What? Go ahead. I was going to say, if you want to surface around the other games real quick, you know, I have some happiness to share. Shit. <laughs> oh, go ahead, man. I need happiness in my life, bro. Well, you know, what What? What did I ask? Anybody remember what I asked for on the last show? I asked for one yeah, thing from one game. Yeah, my Aaron Rodgers. Well, that was a passionate ass right there. Oh, that no. Was, that was passionate. Well, what was the other one? Uh, it was Kirk Cousins. It was the Vikings. Yeah. I said I wanted to be bored, and God damn, they did not let me down because I was bored. 
was like, now this is the Kirk Cousins I know. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> let me no, go watch man. this. I'm not let you... <laughs> no, bro. You like that? No. Yeah. <laughs> that man had no Ooh. chance to throw that ball that game. That was that, is a mess. that pass rush was so was so serious. Bruh, I, I watched Kirk Cousins I, twice a year, man. I'm here yeah, to tell you. Yeah, and those you. years, both years, both years, the offensive line the Vikings have had have been amongst the worst in the league. They, they have but, to invest in an offensive line. It is trash. It is trash. No. No, I mean, yeah, everyone's got problems, but they've had amongst the worst pass protection for the last couple of years now. It's so bad. And why do you think Stefanski started running the ball? I mean, it's obvious he because, couldn't put it in Kirk Cousins' hands. He's been starting to run the ball. Pass rush, bro. He's, he's, hey, 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 man. Hey, he was a king the week before. I don't know what the problem is. Yeah. He could be a, he could, he could be, he could be a king the week before, the but then the next week the offensive line is bad. I don't, I don't get it, dog. Bro, the, the San Francisco 49ers are like the best pass rush in the league. You should get that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, but we're not talking about yeah, that. Me blow up. <laughs> we, we talk about the bike. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Okay, Star, aren't you the same one that I was, I'll never forget this one because I kind of almost looked at you sideways through the phone. Aren't you the same one when we talked about the Cowboys and the Giants, how it was 16-15 at the end of the third quarter, and then all of a sudden the Cowboys just opened up in the fourth quarter. You're going to talk about halftime adjustments is the reason why. Cowboys blew it wide open, even though we're talking the start of the fourth quarter, not the start of the third quarter. So with all that being said, why not make adjustments at halftime if you're so worried about this pass rush? You're asking uh, that's the person who's coaching now the player. But they tried to run screens and they tried to run draws and bro, it just wasn't working because that pass rush is fucking retarded. And Aaron Rodgers is about to feel that same heat. When Aaron Rodgers went to San Francisco earlier this season, he had his worst game of the year. He's about to get it, too. Just watch. But, hey, hey, K-Star, what I don't understand is you, you sit on there and sing Kirk Cousins' praises, who really has done not pretty much nothing in this league I'm, except get a, bit, get, get a big contract. And you sit over there and you dog one of the greatest ever, Drew Brees. I don't, get it. I don't dog him. I just don't think he's a top five quarterback of all time. I just think he's a little. I mean, that's cool. What you want him much with that? Five and a half. Can he? Can he get that? Yeah, five? I mean, oh, win, win, win more than one playoff game on the road in your career. How about that? He won you know, a one. He's yeah, got one. Well, you're right. Just Aaron Rodgers got one. And every pretty much in an era in an era with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. He's got right now, and I don't think Brady's gonna catch him. Every passing record out there, like so, you know, he's got the championship. What he doesn't have, which is a travesty, is no MVPs. Which is just a travesty. Yeah. Guy has more five thousand yard passing seasons than all the other quarterbacks that pass for five thousand yards put together. He's got more than all of them. Like uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, and you know the. You know, the only reason he does not have an MVP is because in those seasons, in the, in the bulk of those seasons, they did not have winning records in a continue. They didn't, you know, they weren't a dominant team on both sides of the ball, so that they could have a winning record. Yeah, I, I that's mean, the only reason he missed it. 
I, I would have to go back and really look, but I, I, I could probably find the three seasons that I think, I think, you know, here's, here's the irony. Peyton Manning has five. Drew Brees has none. Like, it doesn't make sense. Brett Favre has three. Drew Brees check has the record. <clears throat> Just check the record um, of the team. That, that has a lot. That has a lot to do with it. Because actually the yeah, season. Yeah, there were a lot. There were a lot of, but I, I mean, I'm familiar with the Saints in general. I don't have their history in front of me, but there were a lot of winning records. There were, I mean, they came to Dallas undefeated one year and we knocked them. I mean, there were, there were a number of winning records, you know, playoff runs. And, and he was instrumental. I mean, you, you look back, Peyton Manning had Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne, right? You know, like Brett Favre had, you know, um, Sterling Shepard and, and um, what's the guy that's a commentator now? Antonio Freeman. These guys, he had Freeman. He had, um, you know, I think, the, you know, even Brady, yeah. even Tom Brady had Randy Moss for two years. Like, you know, like, um, but when you look back, other than now he's got Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is all world, all world. Other than Michael Thomas, who has he had yeah. in his career? Who has he had? Colston? <laughs> Jimmy Graham? Like, who has he had? He's throwing 5,000 yards every year, and they're going to playoffs. I mean, that's what I don't understand. They're not throwing 5,000 yards because they're losing. They're going to playoffs. So, I, 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 I just I don't get it. I think very disrespected quarterback. Peyton Manning has five. <laughs> this is insane. Five. Like, Michael Jordan has MVPs. Scoring titles and rings, right? So it made sense. You know, Peyton Manning, you know, five MVPs with the Colts, one Super Bowl. One Super Bowl. Five MVPs, though, with the Colts. One Super Bowl. First six years with the Colts, didn't win a playoff game. But but, but uh, Lamar Jackson's a choker in the playoffs. So Peyton Manning, six years. Look at up. Six years before he got a playoff win. But five MVPs. It, 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 it's, it's just not adding up to me. Not adding up to me. Um. Anyway, Train got his wish, and and Kirk Cousins played like Kirk Cousins. Um. Overrated, <laughs> if you ask me. And I, I saw him twice a year. Uh, before Train saw him twice a year, I saw him twice mm-hmm. a year when he was with Washington. So you know, I think between Train and us, we we've, we've seen enough Man. of him to know who he is. He should be. Yeah. He he should be your boy. You know why? Because you had the call before anyone else before anyone else had the call that he'd be the Redskins starting quarterback over RG three. That should be I like did. your boy because that was your that was like one of the best calls I've ever heard. Yeah, because I'm the omniscient one. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm saying, I'm saying that should, he should be your boy just by default. <laughs> just a, a symbolic reminder. A symbolic reminder. I also called Terrell Owens coming to Dallas, but that was a long time ago. But I did call that. I did say he'd be a Dallas Cowboy. I also said Bill Belichick might coach the Cowboys, but okay, that didn't happen. Anyway, um, at least not yet. <laughs> so, what do we? Who do we have? And then we'll switch to the next. We might as well make the picks now. Who do we have um, for the Chiefs? I'm curious. Um, <laughs> the Chiefs and the Titans, and I guess I'll do my world famous. And is there anybody that is going to pick 
the Titans to go to Kansas City and upset the Chiefs. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. <laughs> Listen, man. Chiefs run defense is one of the worst in the league, bro. I mean, whew. now, I don't know what Tennessee defense you're going to get, but, you know, that defense has been on fire going towards the end. Of, that defense has started to play this best ball towards the end of the season and into the playoffs. And we've seen it two weeks straight. Pretty pretty nasty special teams. Man, they blocking they blocking field goals, bruh. Like it's normal. <laughs> like it you know, it's like coach, you want me to block this one? Yeah, go ahead, get it on the statue. You know, it's just it's, it's just what they do. I don't, they I don't know, swagger. man. Huh? They got a little bit of Patriot swagger in a way. That man, I'm, 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 just, older I'm just saying, you know, and I, I mean, I know Tannehill ain't a world beater. I know it's Tannehill. It's Tannehill. But, hey, hey, when the quarterback gets a run game, man, all kind of good shit come out of him. <laughs> just, you got to. Okay, all this, all, all this, all this. Uh, I asked I ask the question. <laughs> okay, you you beating around the bush, bro. Are you going to pick the Titans or what? Look here, man. I say all that. Just say, look, I can't in my right mind pick the Titans to win this game. But I'm not going to be surprised if something happens. I'm sorry, Pat Mahomes has done too much <laughs> in a short amount of time, and the shit just scares me. You know what I'm saying? The dude often strikes like lightning against some of the yep. best defenses, including our own. I mean, like lightning. He has so much speed. It's ridiculous. Yep. So, uh, I'm going to take KC, but I ain't going to be surprised. Okay, you don't get to – look. My own, my, when my own brother, my own flesh and blood doesn't make a commitment, I get on about it. That's my brother. That's my I man. I grew up together. Okay, so I ain't gonna let him waffle. I ain't gonna let you waffle. Okay, I want to hear this. I ain't gonna be surprised. You picking the Chiefs or not, brother? I'm not. I'm not wavering. I said okay. I pick Kansas okay. City. And don't come in here next week if Titans get up to saying I told y'all that might happen. I don't hear all that. I'm, I'm gonna be wrong like the rest of us. <laughs> I, I am. I'm gonna be wrong, but I'm not gonna be surprised. I but I already laid that foundation out a half hour ago and said, isn't just a little? Isn't it intriguing because of Vrabel, because of Derrick Henry? I don't think. Then Canada I'm just solidifying much, your foundation, man, so we don't fall through. Okay. We solidify. It's solidified. <laughs> All right. Um, next game, Aaron Rodgers wants to end a brutal beating this season by the hands of San Francisco, thirty-seven to eight, I believe the score was, and it wasn't even that close. Yeah. It was ugly. It was ugly. Wow. So thoughts on this game? I don't really care who goes, but. What do you guys think? Do do the do? I mean, I I was a non-believer 
not that I've long been ago, obviously. I, I, you have, and I haven't, but I'm a believer now. That said, is there anyone here? Let's start this way, and then we can talk about it. Anybody here willing to pick the Packers to pull the upset? Yeah. Um, yeah, Kamish? Yeah, what's Please. up, man? Uh, yeah, 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 this is T. Yeah, what up, T? Um, yeah, you know what? I think I think Aaron Rodgers is going to go in there and pull that upset. Man, is you crazy? You you see how the 49ers look? You see how that defense looks? Yeah, man, but I can't imagine Aaron Rodgers going out like that twice in one season, man. Uh, Devontae Adams, his boy Aaron Jones. Man, I, I just, man, I'm, I'm trying. I, I, I think, I think, remember, they were 13-3 and three as well. I think they got something for them. All right, man. All right, so T has picked. Well, the Packers. <laughs> what, is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, I'll see. He picked oh, the Packers man. to pull the upset. So there's one vote for the Packers to pick to pull the upset. I don't care. I have no horse in these races, and I know you're an anti-Packer guy, Train. I apologize, but I just something tells me. And I guess I'm st- I'm, I believe in the 49ers. I do. But I believe in the Packers, too. Actually, yeah. I, I think the best two teams in the NFC got into this game, and uh, weather shouldn't be an issue going out to the West Coast. I, I just something about that that man Aaron Rodgers. He done done it to Dallas enough. I don't know if it was the two I best teams in the NFC. Things still piss me off right now. Uh, but T, I know you just made your pick. I just want to remind you what you said that you know they beat them thirty-seven to eight in the regular season. Yeah, they did. Thirty-seven to eight. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. Yeah. That is yeah. seven eight. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, it's like taking candy from a baby. It's like it's like your little brother coming at you and you just holding your hand on his head and he just carries it steadily swinging like <laughs> Yeah, you saw that video? <laughs> man, that's, is, that is, is that in the that home video? Another dang analogy with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it You said, it's like your little brother, man, my shoe about to come off. Yeah. He just, he just, it was like a nice little alley oop on the court. Oh, I'm going to give you a little bop lob, dunk that backwards, bro. Um, look, you guys all know that what happened in the regular season don't carry into the playoffs. It's another level. Okay. And, um, I, I will say the thing that has me, um, Kyle Shanahan, is a, he, he's a good coach. And, you know, we talk coach and quarterback. And, um, you know, LaFleur got them boys playing. You know, he got them boys playing. But I have been, and so have you, Train. If you take your Bears hat off for a minute, put, yeah, put yeah. the Chicago Bears to the side. You've been on the other end of some bad losses by that guy, too. We both have. And I have the Dez catch, no catch in 2014. And then I got the, uh, the, the, that other catch that he made uh, going out of bounds, and then they kicked the field goal to win the game. And those were two games that I knew Dallas was going to win. I've been on some losses. You've been on some losses. Aaron Rodgers, he gets this look in his eye, and he just – he. The dude can ball, man. 
He he's can. a better quarterback than Garoppolo. He's a better quarterback than Garoppolo. Yep. And he's been here before. So that's why I'm going with yep. him. And uh, uh, history has also shown me that when you got a team that truly knows how to rush the passer, that's that man's kryptonite. I mean, yes. yeah. A team that seriously knows how to get after the quarterback, yeah. Yeah, they can they can fold up Aaron Rodgers. I I I yeah, I don't I don't see it. And I'll be mad as hell if they win the game. Well, I know and, I, and it, it, <laughs> I, I know, but you know, I, I needed you guys to give me a give me a win last year in the playoffs, man, and y'all couldn't pull it off for me, so I whatever. You know, Damn, you'd be why? mad why all you, you want. Personal, bro. It wasn't us. It was the kicker. <laughs> you know, we left that yeah. nigga. You know what I'm saying? It, nah, it was the We did what we were supposed to do. He wasn't kicking naked. He had a Bears uniform on. I'm just saying. Um, all right. What do you guys think? Do either you guys – I mean, I already know you guys both going with the 49ers, right? Yep. With them all yeah. here. I mean, this, this at, at this point – Yeah. I mean – Train, Train kind of said it best, and I know he was saying it in jest, but it's true. At this point, nothing surprises anybody. When you're down to two games left, you got really the best of the best, at least playing at this particular time of year, uh, on tap. Uh, as far as the 49ers game goes, as long as Garoppolo doesn't lose the game, they should be in good shape. It, it, that's the one variable right there that I don't think is discussed enough. Is he going? Are they going to win in spite of him or because of him? I don't know. Because sometimes he's on, sometimes he's off. I, I got to go with my gut, you know, because I really, I, I had more faith in Seattle, but they weren't able to do it. But um, I got to go with my gut. So, um, I. It, and you know, you know what? I, I wanted to also say, there's been talk about Aaron Rodgers not being the same Aaron Rodgers of old. I don't, I don't quite believe all that. Did y'all see some of the throws he was making? Yep. He was putting the ball exactly yeah. where it, it awesome. needed to be. He had yep. touch. He had timing. He had the right release yep. angle, trajectory. You name it, he checked off the box and put it right where it needed to go. I just. I, I, I became just a, a a person watching the quarterback position to to watch how he was getting rid of the ball and where, and he was just flicking it and all of a sudden it just drops in there right where it's supposed to be. Like, how the hell you do that? How the hell do you do that? He doesn't have to be the Aaron Rodgers of old. It doesn't even matter. The dude can put the ball where it needs to be at the right time. I was just amazed by it. That's that's all I want to say. I was just amazed by it. I don't know if y'all felt the same way or caught the same thing I was looking at. Um, no, I I think you just supported unintentionally. My argument is I haven't seen him that accurate and that on point. Um, and I haven't seen all of his games. So he could have been in other games and I just haven't seen it. But, you know, um, you know, they were saying that Mahomes, you know, is doing things that no one we've not seen before, and now Rodgers has reemerged, and I was like, okay, well maybe Rodgers has done that too. So it's kind of interesting, um, but that's that's what I'm seeing, and and 
Listen, I have no love for the Packers. I have no no, no, no love for the 49ers either. I mean, you know, it's, I don't really care who wins, honestly, but just something tells me that Aaron Rodgers is going to or, you know, orchestrate a win. But you're right, that defense is ferocious. That defense is ferocious. And um, they have to figure out how they're going to neutralize that pass rush. And one way that you neutralize a pass rush is with a running game, with a stout running game. They do got a pretty good running back back there. So, I mean, let's see. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Right? Let's see. Yeah, it, it would be fitting that on the 100-year anniversary of the NFL – we have a, a potential repeat of Super Bowl One. Wasn't it Packers and mm. Chiefs in Super Bowl One? Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, that sir. that would be ironic. Super Bowl One and Two. Yep, that would be a horrible thing. I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about here? <laughs> Gee, I'm calling out of California, man. I'm calling California <laughs> watching the Packers. Watch the Packers in the Super Bowl with Train and his wife. I'm coming crash your crash your Super Bowl party. Shoot. You know, with my with my Aaron Rodgers jersey. Okay, no, I ain't going that far. No, I can't do that. I get hives. I can't do that. I can't do that no more. Um All right. Did we miss anything? Did we cover everything? Um So I wanted to help you out a little bit on the Drew Brees T. Um Yeah. So uh since Sean Payton has been the head coach since 2006 when Drew Brees, uh, when he when he did get Drew Brees uh, out of, I don't know how many total seasons here, from 2006 to 2019, they've had three, four, five, six. They have six seasons where they've been um, eight and eight or below, but the or below is only seven and nine. They've not had one single record below seven and nine, but still – uh, losing record, he has gotten Offensive Player of the Year. So it's I, it's just I always, I think those two awards, Offensive Player of the Year and MVP, sometimes I think they mix them up. Um, as far yeah, as Offensive Player should, of the Year, should get me, what is is the is the it's the it's the okay. We know you probably thought you were getting MVP, but. You know, at least you got this. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm, I'm I'm just saying, like, you know, just I've just seen in years where they've given out both of those awards. I feel like they've given them out. I feel like they've mixed them up to who they should give them to. I mean, because you know, MVP is supposed to be that player that, you know, this team is winning because of his play. Uh, versus someone who's just putting up. A bunch of stats. I mean, Drew Brees has fit both bills, and in the one season where he did have a ridiculous passing record for five thousand four hundred yards, they actually uh, they actually went thirteen and three. But instead of giving him MVP, they gave him Offensive Player of the Year. And that, to me, sounds like a year that should have been an MVP year. You know, yeah, and like I said, I haven't gone through it and looked at his performance versus their wins and losses and all of that, I can only speak just from following the team remotely and just feeling like, you know, it just, it doesn't add up to me. It it, it doesn't. And it still doesn't. Even with everything you said, I'm still sticking to my guns that, you know, for this man to not be, uh, you know, at least have one NFL MVP with, with what I've seen with other quarterbacks. I mean, literally his contemporaries, 
you know, we, we, we had the four horsemen, right? Our four horsemen, and he's the only one of the four horsemen without without any, right? We had we had Brady, we had uh well actually we didn't count we had um I think uh Rogers has one. Um but Farb has three. I was counting Farb in there. Rogers has one. You know, Brady has I think three. Manning's got five. Breeze is none. It's just, you know. Oh, there was one last thing before we get on out of here that I did want to say. There was one last thing I wanted to say. I'm glad I did, it just clicked in my head. Then we'll get on out of here and get ready for football this weekend. Um, you know, uh, they just hired their last head coach, mm. um, the Browns. Thank you for Browns saying hired. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Browns just hired their last head coach. Um, we got. We got a wide receiver, special team coaches getting hired. Um, you know, um, I, I'm okay with Ron Rivera getting another job. I'm okay with Mike McCarthy getting another job. Um, but, you know, we had, what, four, five head coaching openings, count the Redskins from back in the, the year. And although Ron Rivera is a he is Mexican, so we can count him. But I'm not seeing I'm not seeing the brothers getting even with the Rooney Rule. Thank thank you Pittsburgh Steelers leadership for pushing that through because it, it was like and I mean that I'm not being sarcastic this time I'm not being sarcastic. But why are we not getting blackhead coaches? I mean, to me, what's the point of a situation where you're making an in, a, a interview mandatory, which is supposed to give us exposure to increases our chances of getting selected, and then we're still not getting selected. Then what's the point? And I, I don't, you know, for a sport that's predominantly black, why do we not have more African American? Now we've come a long way, but I'm tired of saying we've come a long way. I'm tired of saying, well, at least we have some. I'm tired of that. It shouldn't be some. It should be the qualified, the Eric the enemies of the world. They should be getting looked at, you know, and, 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 and getting opportunities. And they're getting interviews because of the Rooney rule, and then that's it. It's like, okay, check off the box. Okay, now let's go hire. Let's go hire a white special teams coach that's done nothing. It's 38 years old. Really? I mean, it, it just disgusts me. And I think the NFL needs to totally take a second look at this. Because we know that there's collusion in the NFL. Colin Kaepernick has proved that to us. Y'all seen the quarterback play around his league, and he's still home. Okay, I get it. This year, he was not his, you know, <laughs> he could have handled this year differently. I'll, I'll concede that he made some questionable choices. But he's still sitting home, and he's been sitting home, and he will stay sitting home. It, it's a problem. And something's got to be done. You know what I mean? Because I'm spending my money. I'm buying jerseys. I'm buying NFL package. I'm buying, you know, my, my family's <clears throat> buying me gifts. I'm supporting. I'm supporting. I pay an exorbitant cable bill so I can watch all this football stuff. Like, we are all supporting the NFL and their $25 billion a year product. Billion. B. Billion. And you still allowing a racist component in your league. Not good. It's not cool. It's not cool. On top of the fact that the count that the um 
you know, that the Caucasian counterparts get second and third chances after doing really horrible. <laughs> yeah. Before they get yeah. there first. Cliff, King, Cliff Kingsbury. Adam yeah. Gase. No. Yeah. This is a – was Kingsbury head coach before the NFL? He was college coach that was average at best. Yeah, not even yeah. He was below average. He was at Texas Tech, thirty-five and forty. There you go. Yeah, he's he's an offensive guy. Though. He's he's fine. But it doesn't, it doesn't uh, matter. Gates. Yeah, but it, it doesn't, doesn't matter yeah, because the guy. No, 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 it doesn't. And that's the mistake. Yeah, but that's the mistake teams are making. They're allowed to hire. Hold on. Right, but I mean, Cliff Kingsbury did so fine. No better I mean, they the minds. There's no better offensive minds. Proven offensive. I'm minds sure there in is NFL. I'm sure, That's the point, though. I'm sure there is. I was about to say, I think a guy that would be worth bringing up would be someone like Adam Gase, who's a retread, you know, who's been a failure in multiple stops. Like that, that's more of a guy where I don't really understand why he still has a job. Where I can at least take a, I can see why they would take a chance on someone like Kingsbury if you're going to bring in, or if your idea is to draft like a Kyler Murray. But I can't really find a reason as to why someone like Adam Gase would get a second or third job at this point. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's a difference between those two guys as an example. Well, I, yeah, I, I mean, think this whole yeah. term of quarterback whisperer is severely overblown. I think Very this whole thing about being this offensive guru is completely overblown. Yep. And I think the reason why we've seen some of the coaching changes that we've seen in this so far in this postseason slash offseason is because folks are starting to switch the mentality now to, uh, and I'm sure y'all heard the term, uh, leaders of men. And I hope yeah. that kind of term sticks around and, and less about these gurus because I'm tired of hearing it. And then you see the results that don't get anything whatsoever. They're, they're, they, there's no traction whatsoever. I've never heard of a quarterback whisperer. What the hell are you whispering about? If you're a quarterback <laughs> present, say it loud. There's nothing to whisper about. Say it with your chest. So start developing quarterbacks. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Do Eric Bieniemy should. Eric Bieniemy would be a perfect. I mean, that guy should get a switching job. You know, imagine because that guy is learned under an actual correct whisperer in Andy Reid. Um, is he calling? Play, is he calling Reed. plays for KC or is Reid calling the plays? I think uh, Reed's calling them. I'm not sure. I think I think yeah. Reid is calling them. I think he's, he's the coordinator, but I think Reed's he, calling him. Probably. But, you know, they're working together throughout the year, or throughout the year, the weeks, coming up with the game plan together, and, you know, making sure Reed's yeah. with the, the enemy intra-game and making decisions with him. But, anyway, my point was that Andy Reed, I mean, under uh, the enemy probably has learned a ton under him. Like, that's a great teacher. Like, you know, you had Bill Belichick, who's uh, has his underlings that have gone on and gotten jobs. You would think that the enemy would be – Coming up soon under the Andrew Reid coaching tree, which is pretty impressive in its own right. And, and his tree, his coaching tree is not obvious. even fifty percent. Just so you know. Hmm. What do you mean? Uh, and, uh, Bill Belichick's fifty uh, coaching tree is not even fifty. They're not even fifty-fifty. His coaching tree has actually been on the failing end. And and, oh, and, le- oh, and yeah. let me yeah for sure. And and let and let me just say this: Don't let um, Tennessee pull you upset. Because oh, you'll never, you'll never hear me at the end of this Andy Reid love fest that everybody has, and he's a Hall of Fame coach. I love him. How? 
How? Well, because he he's a great. Anything. Because he's. What has he done? Because though? he's. Hold on. Because he's developed so many great quarterbacks. He's a great offensive like line. Great offensive system. Like uh, like okay. Who? Mike Vick. Andy Reid needs to win this. I have. Hold on. There's a, a long list, Mike buddy. Vick? Okay. There's a long list. Mike yes, Vick. Tom McNabb. Mike Vick. Jeff. Jeff Gerson, from Atlanta. Mike Vick came back to Philly. Mike Vick came back from jail to to Andy Reid, who gave him a chance and gave him an NFL MVP. Yeah, and he was awesome. His best year came in Philadelphia statistically. That's a fact. Jack. Next, you, you, we have. You're going to give Andy Reid credit for Mike Vick. You, you, yeah, you, you, goddamn you, you right have, I am. You, you're disqualified. Mike Vick? That's fine. I'm not better at it than you then. Because Mike Vick. Mike Vick? Mike Vick was unleashed in Philly. Mike Vick, <laughs> if he had Andy Reid, if Mike Vick had Andy Reid throughout his career, to a he would go down guy. to the best. I'm listening he would to go a Madden guy who knows that ever. Mike Vick was on the 2004 cover of Madden with Atlanta and was one of the most awesome Madden players ever with Atlanta telling me that yeah. he was better in Kansas City. I mean, better in Philly. I'm listening to a Madden guy tell he me He was. As a, as a player, uh, as a quarterback, he was better. <laughs> Okay. He was. Okay. That, anyway, then you have that, Kevin Cobb who had a good year in there. Then you have. Huh? Then you had. Who you said Kevin? You, you said Kevin Cobb. You said Kevin Cobb. Kevin Cobb had a good year there. Damn, I ain't heard that name in a Did minute. Andy Reid developed Kevin Cobb. Okay. Right? Oh, yeah, so, me too, another guy did nothing. Nick Foles. That's, that's another. Nick Foles. <laughs> okay. This is ridiculous. Who wanted then to you have him drafting past Peterson? Then you have him drafting developing. I'm sorry. Then you have him trading or signing Alex Smith to have another good year of him. Him, drafting having a home develop him into being how wait, 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 hold, hold it, hold it, hold it. Slow down. You can't just throw names out and keep going and not give anyone a chance to respond. Because there's, there's okay, so many names is, to get is, to. I got to respond to every show. single name. I'm just this waiting is, for him to finish. This is a, well, this is a talk show. This isn't, this isn't an announcement show. So, uh, <laughs> so, 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 so you said, wait a minute, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm sitting here listening. You say, Nick Foles. Are, 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 are you guys denying that Andy Reid is not one of the best offensive minds in the league? I don't understand. Yeah, I'm denying it. Hey, why man, you why in case so I watch his announcement, man. Let him get that I, out. I, 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 think, I think Andy Reid is a good offensive mind. When I start hearing the accolades of he's going to be a Hall of Fame coach who's done the one Super Bowl and lost with the better team, he had the better team. That year, the Eagles were the better team than the Patriots, Patriots and they lost. They lost, and he had four other chances to take a stacked Eagles team to the Super Bowl and lost. Don't give me this crap now. Patrick Mahomes is the team he lost to won the Super Bowl. The team he uh, lost to that won the Super Bowl. Like the Buccaneers, they ended up winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, he went to he went to, the Rams. I mean, he, I'm just saying. he is going. He is going to his seventh. As I texted you, he's been to six conference championship games. He has. Orchestrated one win, went to the Super Bowl, and lost. That is not a Hall of Fame resume. On the on the weekend, that that's Bill Cower, your coach, who never had a losing season, who went to, uh, what, two Super Bowls and won one and lost one, who Jimmy Johnson mm-hmm. coached for nine years, went to two Super Bowls, won them both, and you're going to put Andy Reid in that category? No, he's next tier down. He's good. He's good. He's definitely tiered yeah. down. His story isn't written oh, yet, though. It's not over. You know, he's still coaching. But if you watch the coverage, they're calling him a future Hall of Famer. I'm like, for what? 
For what? I think he needs a ring. No, okay. So I, the only thing I will say is he needs a ring in order to get into that realm. But I think he will. I'm, I'm thinking he will get one because he has Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I think he will. Yeah. And but I, I think, agree if he I doesn't. Think, I agree if he doesn't, then, yeah, I agree with you that he wouldn't be a Hall of Fame. I think. But when you mention quarterbacks that he's, that he's developed, the only one that he, can, that he can hang his hat on in the list that you gave is Mahomes because he made the decision to bench um, Smith and play Mahomes. That was his mm-hmm. call. And, and he did certainly and, – and, and Mahomes is Ben Superman. So I'll give him Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Outside of Mahomes, though, saying that he developed, I'm going to struggle with the one that he developed. Go ahead, Trent. I'm going to let you get in there. Let me, let me get my he also helped, he also helped Brett, By the way, he also, he also was the offensive corner for uh, Brett Farr back in the day. Coach. Yeah, he was. I oh my God! Slap yourself. Here we go. Um, yeah, but, <laughs> but we know who developed Brett Farms. That was Mike Holmgren. That was Mike Holmgren. First just of so all, we, just so we get that straight. First of all, you you called out you called out Mike. Um, yeah, that would be incorrect to say that if he was with Andy Reid. I don't know if you watched Mike Vick special at the time. It didn't matter who his coach was. Mike Vick was full of himself. Mike Vick didn't read, didn't study any film. They gave him the information to give it. He studied no he film. Did under- he threw that shit. He threw that shit. It, when he came back and realized his own mistakes, it had nothing to do with Andy Reid. It had to do with self-growth. You should know the difference. So it didn't matter who his coach was, Mike Vick was going to be Mike Vick. That, 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 that was it. He was uh, he was pure off raw talent, so it, 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 it didn't matter when he realized when he when he matured after spending some time. I guess most people can that's mature. He matured, yeah. yeah. When he matured after spending some time in jail, then you saw him play QB in a system that truly fit him, and he he wasn't as fast. Oh, Who just system? He had lost Who himself. system was that? He he had lost. Who he, system? But. But it, you, you're giving him you're giving him credit for his development, and I'm telling you, Mike Vick's biggest development was him maturing. It wasn't him being okay, in the system. That's fine. That's okay. I'm just all right. Fine, let me go down your list. That's I got I got the first dude out the way. I'm not finished with my public announcement. I'm on, no 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 no. We let you talk. We let you talk. We let you talk, K Star. We let you talk. I let you finish your announcement. You got it out. Okay. It was announcement. I didn't get it. Now. You say Kel- Kelvin Cobb? Kelvin Cobb flamed out. Kelvin Cobb. Kelvin Cobb. Flamed. All right, burning flames. I mean, he might as well have to join the Phoenix. Just burning. Just, just, there's nothing to take credit for there. Nick Foles? Terrible. Nick Foles is simply better coming off the bench when there's no pressure on him. And I, and, and I wondered. Matter of fact, I was like, oh, I don't know about that Jacksonville 84 million to a dude that came in and played on the – uh, somebody's system that kind of revived them a little bit. We see the real, now we see the real Nick Foles. And if you want to give Patrick Mahomes, sure. But you should know, simply because I had to track some of these things because I got such a bad quarterback right now. During during the assessment leading up to before they drafted Patrick Mahomes, it was a scout. A particular scout who worked for the Chiefs, who had tracked Patrick Mahomes for two years and was in love with this dude. 
and worked his ass off to convince Andy Reid, you have to take this guy. Yo. That's how Patrick Mahomes end up. I'm just, hold on, now I'm giving you information you should know. You should listen. That's how Patrick Mahomes became a Kansas City Chief. And you saw how much of a, everyone saw what he was at Texas State. I mean, this was a gunslinger. Gunslingers can thrive under under Andy Reid. So why are you giving him accolades for these quarterbacks? Man, know some backstories, man. Not all Andy Reid, bro. It's never all one coach. But he's definitely okay, nice. been nice. very nice. instrumental. It might as well be moonwalking right now. Well, he's back. No, he's not very instrumental. No, no, no. Serious, I'm not backing up anything. I'm not backing up anything. <laughs> hey, That's what the matter I is. He start been, down with been, his moonwalking. <laughs> why am I here walking in his lane? The fact of the matter is, he has been instrumental throughout so many great. Or throughout <laughs> now he's using the word instrumental. He done broke out. Yeah. Get in there. Yeah, yeah, we we just I, just don't, I don't see it other than Mahomes. I'm willing to concede, even with Train's backstory, it's McNabb still with Andy Reid's staff who did it, and so I'm willing to concede Mahomes. Great decision, great call, great quarterback. I'm willing to concede Mahomes. I am. Um, outside of Mahomes, Foles, who yeah, he had a 27 and two season under Andy Reid, and then shortly thereafter was out of the NFL. So how much development was there and only came back because Peterson called him to come back. And, oh, by the way, took that team <laughs> coming off the bench to a Super Bowl, not an Andy Reid-led team, and did it in a completely different system. Foles was not the same Foles, Foles actually he played out. under Andy Reid. Hold on. I got to correct this. Foles actually flamed out under Chip Kelly's second year. It wasn't under Andy Reid. Oh, Andy right. Reid passed the Chip Kelly. Second year, that's right. Yeah. It was the other uh, guy at the time who used to be the best offensive mind in the NFL. I like him. And I said, I said, I said, he's innovative. Yeah, and how long did that last? He's innovative. Yeah, he was oh, for a year and a few games. <laughs> the NFL defense has always catch up. <laughs> I mean, I will say this um, Lamar Jackson next year is going to have to have, you know, take his game to another level because he ain't yeah, going to yeah. run 1,200 yards next year. Ain't going to happen. No. No, they will study in the off season, and you know these quarter, these defensive coordinators. Trust me, anyone on his schedule, they they they're watching the film right now. <laughs> they will take care of it. He will have to have another level to his game next year. So, um, all right. Well, that was interesting. Some more weapons. Uh, yeah, definitely need some more. Well, at least do you guys want to see the damn ball? Do you? Yeah. Do you guys? I think I think some of them will develop as rookies because they were, you know, rookie receivers this year. Um, but do you guys, who do you guys want to win of the four teams? Like, if okay. you had it your way, of the four remaining teams. As long as they're not Green Bay, I'm cool. Okay. <laughs> I think the more entertaining game would be the Chiefs and Niners, myself. I think that would be the more entertaining game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's probably matchup-wise the best game. Although, you know, Mahomes, the heir apparent from, you know, the student from the teacher, so to speak, you know, the guy who was considered the greatest passer in the NFL with the guy who now is considered, that would that would be a pretty interesting game. Um, I just think mm-hmm. Tennessee in the Super Bowl is, you know, I don't, 
they're not a big market team. I mean, we, we're football fans, so we're going to watch the Super Bowl no matter what, but there's not going to be much sizzle if Tennessee gets in there. But if um, Kansas City plays either team, and I think I agree, I think Kansas City and um, 49ers is probably the best game. High-powered offense, high-powered defense. Um, yeah, I think that's probably the best game. So, good question, K-Star. I agree. I would, I, I would say my only, my, my only fear yeah. of Tennessee being in there is for them to be to to get in there with all that steam. Because if they if they got in there, they would have had to have a really good performance against KC, and then get in the Super Bowl and just forget how you got Short there. Dead. Yeah, and it, yeah. then it turns out being a pure ass whipping, and it just be like, really, you ruined my Sunday. Thanks. Let me ask you guys something that just came to my mind. We talk about. We talked about my take on Kirk Cousins and, you know, how that was one of my best takes ever because pretty much nobody saw that, and I did. So kudos to me. Um, People talk about Tom Brady going to, you know, the Chargers because uh, Phillip Rivers is a free agent. What about Tom Brady going to Tennessee? I haven't heard that anywhere. Well, damn. It hasn't been said. But what about that? They don't have a quarterback. And we know he's tight with Vrabel. Yeah. Got a great running game, which, I mean, yeah. that's probably the best running game he'll ever have. He's used to playing with no receivers, so. <laughs> now they got some. Um, they got mm. yeah, they have some no, they do. They got, they got Metcalf and they got Lockett. A.J. Um, Brown. Yeah, A.J. Brown. AJ, yeah, thank you. Um, but what about that? I just don't see Brady staying in New England. I don't see Brady and Belichick staying together next year. Somebody got to go. But my thing um, is, if he leaves, what the hell is New England going to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, Tom. I mean, I mean, uh, Bill. <laughs> you've been, you've been, you've been having a free lunch for twenty years. Now go find a quarterback. He'll get. He'll find somebody. And, he, and Bill, 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 are probably like, yeah, I did. But you assholes maybe trade him, and he's been playing in the goddamn Super Bowl. But you know, their guy. What about oh, Bill Bill What about Teddy Bridgewater? You know, I mean, there are backup quarterbacks out there that mm-hmm. might be available, ready to take that step. You know what I mean? He's so Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. I've heard that one actually. I've heard that one. Um, heck, if if Brady goes to Tennessee, maybe Ryan Tannehill. Right? No, I doubt it. Okay, never. Mind. Um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to to watch the uh, the Tom Brady train. So, um, all right, fellas, I wanna I want I've been recording the uh, the uh, Democratic debate, the last one before the Iowa caucus. Um, should be some fireworks tonight with Warren and Sanders going yeah, at it. I did the, going at it. I did the same thing. Yeah. I got it on pause. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So I want to check that out. So let's get on out of here. Get ready for. Um, you know, we're down to three competitive games left, plus this thing called a Pro Bowl, which, you know, whatever that means. But <laughs> three competitive games left. So uh, um, Sunday, you know. Now let me ask y'all a question. The last question that we get on out of here. Do you guys? You know, I myself. Generally, when it's football time, try to have 
football food, I call it. Whether I order it, but most of the time I'll make it. And uh, this weekend I did, my main thing was uh, I did two racks of ribs on on my smoker. One dry rub and one with barbecue sauce. Mm, Boy. Um, Any of you guys doing anything special food-wise? Just food. I don't need no nothing. I don't need no nothing kinky. I know y'all how y'all can be. I don't need no none of that. Food wise for the game. No, I don't know no, I actually be on travel really. Nothing. Nothing special. I mean, for me, for me, cheese and crackers is always a good little appetizer for the thing. Cheese and crackers. And crackers. Cheese and crackers, man. What the hell? Mm. Hey, hey, JB. You got a problem with cheese, bro? Hey, JB. Hell no, I dare someone, but make a white damn. Joke. I dare someone, I dare hey, someone make a fucking white joke right now. Go ahead. Hey, hey, hey JB. I was going to cut the cheese. I was going to say, hey, JB, dad and his downstairs with the cheese and the and the, 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 the crackers, the cheese out of the can on the crackers. Yep. <laughs> yeah, bro. That was, I'm like your dad. No, that's that dad. dope. Your dad has it right. No, I, your dad, let's your get, dad, let's your dad get one right. thing perfectly I, clear. You <laughs> will not be compared to our dad, all right? <laughs> let's make that perfectly clear. And, and, and you know, and let's be clear, K-Star, <laughs> we haven't had the DNA results yet. I could be your dad, so let's, let's you know, let's leave that right there. <laughs> y'all, anyway. uh, you're ridiculous. <laughs> Oh my hey, God. y'all see that picture? That hey, video you don't have that? to take this. You see the video? Yeah, like a brother in that video, man. I was like a little pro. Like, hey, he stroked his hair. Like you, you can't stroke your hair, yeah, T. <laughs> nah, I can't. I cut my hair. My hair. Only when I let it grow out. Nah, I cut it. I can't stroke my hair. <laughs> All right. Wait a minute. Not even JB. Not even my brother. My grilling brother. You're not doing anything special Sunday. I, I don't know yet. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe some ribs. I don't know. I haven't gotten that far yet. It's only Tuesday, and it's been raining for the last several days. I feel like I need to build the art. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'll be well, traveling you know down guys. from the mountain. So I'll be listening to the games via Series XM. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, final words. Let's get on out of here. Final words. Uh, Dr. Train, you first. Sweet. That's uh, first and foremost, you know, Aaron Rodgers needs to lose. Just want to make sure we put that <laughs> out there. Uh, like I said earlier, congratulations to the uh, uh, WNBA. Uh, yeah, good, good to see one. a lot of movement for our, for our beautiful women. Um other than that, uh, in case I didn't mention it, Aaron Rodgers needs to lose. Okay. Yep. Happy belated birthday to my wife. It was yesterday. We celebrated. Hey, happy birthday. And happy birthday to my mother-in-law. We'll be celebrating this weekend. And, uh, yeah, see you guys next Monday or Tuesday. All right. All right. Uh, okay, star. Championship Sunday should be fun. Watch Derrick Henry, Henry eat. Watch Patrick Mahomes throw bombs. Um, I'm more looking forward to that AFC Championship game than I am the NFC. I know most people are probably looking forward to the NFC more, but the Titans, man, 
they're since Tannehill's been uh, their quarterback, they've been pretty explosive and and Derrick Henry's on a historic run, so that's gonna be a really fun, I think, back and forth, awesome game. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to games on Sunday and that one in particular. Okay. And JB. Well, fantastic career for Keekley. So to him, stay well. To Antonio Brown, get well. And make sure y'all just continue to watch your chicken, man. Continue to watch your chicken. Take care of your chicken, man. <laughs> Our Sean Lynch. Yeah, uh, yeah buddy. One of a kind. <laughs> one of a kind. Boy, show does. Show does. I got to tell you, though, that guy on Tennessee that came out and did the Mark Ingram <laughs> uh, impersonation. Oh, God. Had the <laughs> rolling. <laughs> Oh my God! Ooh, Big trust, King Henry. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Uh, good. That was good. Okay. Um, I don't have much. Um, I co-sign everything everybody said except I am picking Green Bay, but we already know that Train wants Aaron Rodgers to lose. Got it. Um, hey Dallas, I like what I'm seeing with the decisions and the logic behind the coaching changes, the McCarthy staff is really shaping up some very impressive names, people that, I mean, it looks like Dallas is saying, we want to be, we want to be, this ain't going to be no rebuilding year. Um, Van Der Esch just went in to have surgery, hopefully to fix his neck prayers for him. And hopefully he comes back a hundred percent next season. Cause he really, you know, he, he missed the second half of the season. So I like what I'm seeing from you, Dallas. I really do. So far, so good. Um, other than that, man, just, you know, part of this time, part of this now is to just kind of get sad because, you know, like it was nice for two weekends in a row to have two games on Saturday and two games on Sunday. You know, it was really nice. Oh, yeah. But now it's awesome. You know, now, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, man, you know, especially, you know, the winter swell, though. This this past weekend up here was almost seventy degrees. I was like, "What the heck?" Um, I'm grilling on my deck. I'm in my shorts. I'm like, "Yeah, buddy." Um, but uh, uh, um, damn, I lost my I lost my uh. Oh, football! Yeah, man, I'm gonna miss it. You know, I just there's nothing like football season. You know, even you know, I'll, I'll get into basketball and you know, I'll get into that a little bit and. Summer will be here, and, you know, we'll do our thing. But, man, there's just nothing like football. So I'm going to enjoy these last three games. Um, that's for sure. So, all right, gentlemen, great show. Always appreciate the time. Hope everybody enjoys the show this week. Oh, one last thing. Daughter's taking her exam, actuarial exam, on Friday, her first one. Um, I just want her to know how proud I am, no matter how that exam. She's got to take, like, seven exams. So this is a process. Uh, no matter how it, it works out, it's her first one. I'm proud of her. I want I want to say it on the show, and at some point I'm going to play this back for her to hear how proud of her I am. So, um, and so is Uncle. Uh, and so is Uncle. I was waiting for that. I was like, that lob. Hell that, yeah. That, that lob again. Got to throw that lob. Well, you, ain't that, you ain't got to lob <laughs> nothing for, for my babies now. You know I'm proud of you. I know you are. I know you are. <laughs> All right, so for JB, for Dr. Train, and for K-Star, thank everybody. We will watch these last two games, and then we will see who is going to the Super Bowl. 
where ultimately the last feud <laughs> will be settled on the field. We'll be back next week. Train said it right, Monday night, Tuesday. They don't know yet, uh, but we will be back next week. Until then, everybody enjoy the show. Good night. Drake. <laughs>